Hello and welcome to episode 7 of RangerPod, the podcast that's pouring chilli over the Rolfin Grid one episode at a time. I'm PDT, you might think I'm an expert in Power Rangers, but you'd be wrong. And joining me is Grax. Hi there, and you might be thinking that I'm not an expert on the Power Rangers, and you'd be right. But you did watch it a long time ago. I watched it so, so many years ago, but watching back at them now, I, I'm starting to realise I don't actually remember very much of these episodes. We are talking about episode 7 of Power Rangers. If you're looking in certain places, it's Big Sisters. I don't think it was the 7th episode to air, because most places say that it aired on September 30th, 1993. All the official sources, Netflix, have then put it as episode 7. We're treating it as episode 7. Let's just play along as if it is, shall we? Yep, that's what the script says. I didn't actually know that. We'll talk about that later on, but I'll be interested in finding out maybe why that's happened. I think it's just production numbers versus air dates. Ah, I see. I mean, it's it's a boring answer, but I think it's the true one. Okay, so as ever, you don't have to watch the episode to enjoy the podcast, but it'll enhance your enjoyment more. It's available on Netflix, DVD. I mean, really, we need a jingle for this. If someone can make us a jingle just covering this point... For every episode, I won't have to garble the same nonsense. Remember, send all your submissions to therangerpod at gmail.com. Or at rangerpod on Twitter. Yeah. Grax, we know you like to tell us what happened in the episode. Floor's yours, buddy. Okay, episode seven. We start off with Jason and Zach doing a bit of sparring. Topless. Are they topless? I Surely not. Well, Zach's topless, really? listening in his sweats. Jason's just showing his red vest top, but Jack is completely topless. Yeah. Wow. Mm, that's an important point. Anyway, as the two are sparring, the others are looking for a little girl called Maria. And it turns out that Kim and Trini are part of a big sister program where they're looking after Maria. How many programs does Angel Grove School have? They're a very, very <laughs> proactive school activity center who's all about giving back to the community i mean they must be not wanting for funds let's put it that way <laughs> <laughs> suddenly a dozen naked men in towels run through the gym and juice bar but what could have caused this oh no wait it's the showers they were fiddled around by maria oh i was gonna say zach no it was actually maria she oh. went to the hot waters oh maria how do you solve a problem like maria <laughs> I don't know, because she's actually a brat. A brat who looks about 30. No, she doesn't. She looks about 27. Give us a <laughs> Okay. She looks like a shrunken 27-year-old. <laughs> Those growth-stunting hormones have done wonders. All the cigarettes. <laughs> so, Kim and Trini, they try to win her over with love and tolerance and a picnic. Meanwhile, Rita has found the ancient power eggs. Rita and the minions, they go to the cave to try and open the box containing the ancient eggs. However, Rita figures out that the only way that the boxes can be opened is with the innocence of a child. Whatever that might mean. And once she is able to get access to these power eggs, she's able to rule the world! So she tells Fidster to make a monster to capture a bratty child... Fierce, mean, disgusting. That's right. He makes a giant chicken. With scissors? With with shears, garden shears. <laughs> yeah, a multicolored chicken with garden shears. This is like one of the dumbest monsters ever, surely. 
Well, surely you don't need a chicken to capture a kid. I mean, there's like two billion of them. Well, well uh, yeah, but for some reason, Rita has her eyes on Maria. Actually, does she have her eyes on Maria? I don't remember. Well, I mean, Maria's the one she decides to kidnap. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise you're right. They could have just captured any other kid, but that doesn't matter because, meanwhile, Trini and Kimberly and Maria are in the park having fun. Suddenly, putties! Putties appear four minutes into the episode! And so the <laughs> girls, the girls, they fight. They fight and protect Maria the best they can, but the putties, they manage to kidnap Maria. So the, the chicken was completely unnecessary then? Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> so they created a chicken monster, but he hasn't done anything yet. No. Meanwhile, back at the youth center, the girls tell the boys what has happened. And they try to communicate with the command center in the middle of the youth center with everybody looking around them. But for some reason, their smartwatches are not working. How convenient. Network outage. They're, they're working on it. Yeah, but how? Oh, how? How will they ever get to the command center? Japanese car? Wow. Funny you should say that because in Billy's, <laughs> in Billy's spare time, he's been working on a silver car that can travel 0 to 3,000 in less than three seconds. Blimey. In, in his garage. You know, no big deal. And the car can actually fly, like Disney movies, Chichi Chichi Bang Bang. I've already done my singing for this episode. So they fly in their magic car, they park it in the command center with some terrible video special effects. <laughs> so the rangers tell Zordon, and Zordon's like, oh yeah, I've been fearing this moment for like ten millennia. Yeah, that kind of thing's going to happen a lot. He keeps fearing things for ten millennia? Yeah, at least a couple of times a year, the moment he's been fearing will arrive. <laughs> And at this point, Zordon does a plot dump to the Rangers via the viewing globe. Because it turns out, right, millions of years ago, wizards called Morphine Masters or whatever. Yeah, they, they made some power eggs. Blah, uh, there was a source of power, blah, 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 source of the universe, blah, blah, blah. And they got thrown into the sea, etc., etc. Region would become powerful and unstoppable, blah, 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 etc., etc., etc. And as I mentioned before, only the touch of an innocent child can open the box, etc., etc. But the thing I don't quite understand is, is it requires innocent children. Maria is not innocent. Because we, no. she's, just, she's just proven that she's a brat by doing that whole shower malarkey. Yeah, that's it. There was no other reason to make her a brat other than to prove that she's not innocent. And she wants to talk to Trini and Kimberly about her period, so it's arguable whether she's technically a child anymore. <laughs> oh, well, never thought of it that way. But anyway, it doesn't matter because we got to stop Rita from opening the box at all costs, or else. Then the camera fades to the next scene inside the cave where we see that the box is now being opened. What? Wait, Rita's what? won. Rita, she has won. So that's it, game over, right? The chicken's got the shears, it's flapping around. What's going on? So then it cuts to the car, then it cuts to the command center, then it cuts to the car. Oh, wait, we found the bad guys. It's morphing time at 9 minutes and 58 seconds. The heroes, they jump on each other's shoulders and they shoot their guns towards each other to form a blaster wave. This hits Babu, Squat and Golda and they drop the box which contained the eggs and the box falls into the sea. Where was the sea? Where did that come from? They were in the middle of the woodland mountain rocky areas. Then the rangers and the monsters, they start fighting each other. And then Rita is flying through the sky on a penny farthing bike. I am not joking. She's flying through the air on a bicycle. <laughs> we did see her on a bike in the first episode. I thought that was a joke. Then Zordon says, oh, by the way, uh, Alpha, where's the location of Maria? Maria's at some old factory and Rita is demanding the power eggs. 
And so they form the Megazord and demand that Maria is set free, who is currently being tied up and hung off a cable in the sky with the chicken monster with the shears threatening to cut the cord. It's a hobby. So they say, let Maria go. And Rita's like, you heard them. And then Chicken Man's like, okay, I'll cut the cord. Oh, no, cut the cord. Maria falls, but is caught by the Megazord. The giant hand of the Megazord catches Maria. Maria's put down to safety by the Volkswagen Beetle, which she drives away into safety. And then the Chicken Man, it grows into ginormous size. And then the Megazord. And then the Chicken Man, they have a big fight. And they have a nice bit of a fisty cuffs. And then the Chicken does a nice little bit of teleportation trick to dodge the attack of the Megazord and he punches them a bit and the Megazord's like ah and so they get the Megazord cut the chicken in half and that's the end of the episode except it's not quite the end of the episode because back at the Juice and Gym bar the TV is on with a news report stating that the Power Rangers saved a little girl and she's not at all like humble about it either no 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 she completely is boasting about it she's like I'm the most popular kid in school the episode ends with a stampede towards Free Chili, which Kimberly throws at Bulk, who was actually minding his own business, doing absolutely nothing but eating a banana split. And everybody laughs at Bulk. The end. Yeah, that was pretty unfair. It really was unfair. I mean, come on. He didn't even do any bullying in this episode. No. <laughs> he just turns up at the end to get splatted on. What I will say about that ending, I know it's very early to be dropping facts on you, but the ending with Bulk was taken from one of the versions of the pilot. No, really? Yeah. Wow, well, why did they do that? It's... I think it's just a scene that they liked and wanted to use it somewhere. And, you know, they'd filmed it. It cost money to film. Yeah, I guess it so does. put it on screen if you can use... You know, it doesn't have any connection to anything else in the episode. I mean, that would explain the complete abruptness of Bulk just appearing in the episode all of a sudden. Yeah, so let's start dissecting this thing, because mm-hmm. there's a lot to talk about. This episode goes completely insane really quickly. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the first, the main thing I want to cover, first of all, is what do the Power Eggs do? It's not fully clear. All I know is there's some kind of ultimate source of power. It's never explained what they do. Literally cast adrift at the end of the episode. Yeah. I can tell you they're never spoken of again. But who are the morphing wizards? That's what I want to know. The morphing masters. Yeah, that's they're those guys. Again, yeah. they're never spoken of again either. No, you're joking, that's it. <laughs> Later in the episode, I'll tell you where they come from in the G-Ranger. But in terms of Power Rangers, they have no backstory. They never turn up again. And the other thing about the Power Eggs and Rita in this episode is she wins. She uncategorically gets her hands on the power eggs. I don't understand why Goldar, Squat and Babu don't just teleport up and like, hey, here's the eggs. I was completely confused about that fact myself. I was just shocked by the fact that the eggs were just suddenly open after the commercial breaks. There's like no indication of how it was opened. Yeah, it's almost like there's no American footage of Maria to do that with. But the thing is... They dressed Maria up to look like the Japanese version as much as they could. Why could they not just do like a back shot of Maria's back of head with pigtails, just like pretending to open it up? Because there's no shot of that in the in the Japanese episode. All the stuff of Maria that they use in this episode is sort of from a distance. I mean, it's not a very far distance, 
And no. you can clearly make out that Maria has gone transracial. <laughs> well, especially the point where she gets out of the uh, Megazord's hand and yeah. runs straight into the car. That's yeah. the clearest shot at all. But yeah, the thing is, Rita wins. And then as soon as the power eggs are sort of knocked off into the sea, Rita cycles after them for about 10 seconds. And gives up. And so, gives oh. up. She's just like, oh, come on. Right, Rangers, give me the eggs. It's like, you had them! Yeah! We were busy fighting the chunky chicken. You were yeah. free to go and grab those eggs. What? Did you get a sudden sense of uh, arrogant pride, thinking I've won, I don't need to try anymore? That's the ultimate mistake any villain does. Well, you can't be telling me that the eggs moved faster than her flying bike. <laughs> I don't know. That ocean that appeared from nowhere looked pretty fast flowing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's baffling that she has essentially won and just pisses it all away. I don't know. It is it is a great tragedy, and it could have opened up a whole variety of different stories. You know, like the whole two-parter, three-parter thing where it could have been interesting, but no. Well, this was two episodes in Japan. Of course it was. A lot of things seem appear to be two-parters where they <laughs> can actually develop the story at a casual, comfortable pace. Well, okay, let's go. Let's get into the Japanese episode because I feel like so much is going to need explaining because of it. Like the um, Volkswagen Beetle with some ginormous fuel tank at the back of it? Exactly like that, yeah. That's a dangerous vehicle! Yeah. So, yeah, as I say, this is episodes... I think it's episodes 9 and 10 of you ranger and the first thing we see is the rad bug yeah it's a flying car it's got this like butler guy a maid and a young prince who's a child and they fly through this kind of warp to japan wait this is a perfectly natural thing a bunch of guys have a flying car and it's a normal thing it's kind of natural for you ranger okay they come from another land the car actually arrives in the home of this like mother and child um, a little girl and the guy gets out and he's like oh i'm the inventor baron croker and this is my wife daisy and here's the prince and the prince is an obnoxious child and the daughter is an obnoxious child so they kind of get on so this is the maria counterpart that they're bad. she is actually a brat she's a bit of a brat but she's not that bad she's definitely oh. not as bad as maria is in that one scene so the putties knock on the door come in start raising hell then the zoo rangers knock on the door, come in, start raising hell. <laughs> and they're just like fighting in the kitchen and making a mess of everything. Oh, well, that actually sounds like a good action sequence right there. It's a pretty cool scene. I mean, obviously none of them are morphed, so you can't use it. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. But the thing is that the two episodes are used in reverse in Power Rangers. So the first episode, this one has the chicken or Dora Cockatrice arrive good name, good name. Yep. and he does a lot more of that cutting a line in space thing that you see him do during the zord fight okay. you know it's quite a cool power to have and he does it quite a bit so he cuts the line in space so he can kidnap the prince and the girl so the garden shears are actually used to full effect because they were hardly ever used in the american show no well they were used to cut lines in space and you know pull things through them that's a cool power to have it's a really cool power to have yeah it's a shame you don't get to see it more but the prince then comes face to face with Bandora, who is like, ah, where are the power eggs? And there is one point where Cockatrice throws his scissors at the children. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I say, where are the power eggs? She wants to know where the dinosaur eggs are. It turns out that's what they are. They're dinosaur eggs. 
the the last two dinosaur eggs, one male, one female. They were set adrift millions of years ago so that the dinosaur race could like flourish again. But what happened was that the eggs reached this island called Delos and the guardian beasts entrusted these dudes. But when Bandora woke up, she attacked the island and stuff. Uh, and this is the bit where the child, Emiko, is a bit of a brat because she's like, can't you just give them the eggs? I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't care about the fate of the eggs of the world. I just want to go home. No, you, you, you don't understand, you stupid kids. Yeah. <laughs> I was... yeah, the two rangers have to wear, like, really goofy glasses to see the, the lines in space that he's cutting. So that's obviously hilarious meanwhile the two kids are going on a sort of date at the restaurant owned by the chicken i don't think they know it's the chicken at the time but yeah they they get served live mice and then the chicken's like aha surprise wait what <laughs> what where did that come from i guess they're walking through the woods they think they've escaped the chicken and there's this restaurant and they're like oh yes dinner for two please and then they pull open the thing and it's live mice on the plate Oh, and they're like, ah. Um, so anyway, the zoo rangers turn up, and it turns out that Prince Yuko is actually a monkey. Oh, okay. <laughs> the whole of his race are monkeys, monkey people. They were in the like Garden of Eden, basically, and Bandora, or I think actually Dora Cockatrice itself, tricked them into eating the forbidden fruit, and so they got put down to earth and turned into monkey people. Wait, hold on. So, so they were there at the Garden of Eden? Yeah. Well, that, and that's a real thing? Yeah. Wow. I mean, okay. So anyway, oh. <laughs> Bandora wants to know where the eggs are. So she takes Emiko, the child, suspends her from a tree. And she's like, Prince Yuko, where are the eggs? Prince Yuko tells her where the eggs are. And she cuts the rope anyway. And that's when the Megazord turns up and rescues her before she falls to her death. By catching her from its giant hand, puts her down by the Volkswagen Beetle. Exactly. So the prince heads to the island in the Volkswagen Beetle to try and head Bandora off. And the Zoo Rangers defeat Dora Cockatrice with their weapons and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then for the second episode, the equivalent of Finster repairs Dora Cockatrice and it's Dora Cockatrice Mark II. Ah, okay, okay. So there's actually two different but fairly identical chickens. It's the same costume, they just reused it. Yeah. So the start of part two is the start of the episode in Power Rangers, where Bandora arrives at the cave. But then she's like, oh, I can't get through the magic barrier. Because there's these crystal balls like that form the barrier, and she can't get through them because she's evil. It's not specifically children who have to unseal it at this point. It's just demons can't get it. So everyone turns up on Delos... And the prince's monkey people, they all turn up and like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? And then Bandora, because she can't get the eggs, she seals off the cave so that the prince can't get them either. And then they're like, well, the dinosaurs are going to die if they hatch and there's no air. So, oh, that's bad. Absolutely, that's bad. They have to go the back way and run into these little weird people who start attacking them with bombs. Yeah, I started to not know what was really going on at this point. <laughs> Even you were starting to lose the yeah. plot a little bit. Yeah. The thread. Yeah. It's escaping me. What's going on? But then Dora Cockatrice Mark II turns into the little girl and tricks the prince into disabling the force field. And so then the baddies have the eggs that way. The inventor comes along and intacts with the radbug. And basically, while the rangers are fighting in the Megazord, 
there's this big game of hot potato with the villains, uh-huh. the, the goodies and the bombs. And right. the bombs throw the egg in, the eggs into the sea and they float away. Are, the, are they lost forever? No, they're lost for now. Because after they've destroyed Chunky Chicken, the Guardian Beasts turn up and sort of are like, you got tricked again, so now you're going to have to remain monkeys forever. Oh, no. Yeah, and Geki's like, no, look, this isn't their fault. They're not gods. They make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Look, we'll find the eggs. You let, turn these people into humans and let them go back into heaven. And the Guardian Beasts are like, yeah, all right then. The <laughs> end. So in terms of Zoo Ranger, the, the eggs are an ongoing plot. You will hear of them again. Wow. I mean... I now understand why episode 7 of the Power Rangers is so hectic and so yeah. manic. Because there's two episodes of Zoo Ranger cut together in the wrong order. And there's the second episode more than the first. But I'll tell you what, I can imagine the editors, the producers looking at both of these episodes going, oh my god, there's just so much in here. How are we going to cut this all together, guys? Have we got the American actors to pay? How are we... How are we going to do this? Oh, I don't know. Let's just cut some action bits. That'll do. Just throw it. I hope this works. Oh, God, I really hope this works. As ever, I think they get more points for effort than they do for execution. Okay, so let's go back to dissecting the American episode then. Yeah, I I think that one I'm more confused about than the Japanese stuff. I've accepted the Japanese show. (laughs) What do you want to bring up? For one thing, this whole idea of the Power Rangers... It seems that they're getting more well-known now, especially with the news reporter at the end stating that the Power Rangers have done all this good stuff, which I always thought that they were kind of like a secret identity kind of thing. But no, no, everyone seems to know about it, and the little bratty kid, which looks suspiciously Japanese. They're not well-known as themselves. They're well-known as the Power Rangers. I mean, you've got a giant Megazord fighting every week. You're not going to be able to hide that from the people of Angel Grove. The thing that's meant to be secret is their identities. Ah, yes, of course. So far, so good. I mean, I will say, Rita's a bloody idiot to try and kidnap a child that the Power Rangers know. As I said when you were recapping, there's like two billion children on the Earth. Any one of them could just be snatched by one putty. But no, she decides for some reason she has to choose Maria. You could just go to some country in the middle of Africa. There's plenty of innocent children there. There you go, yeah. Pop, and that's it. Jobs is a good one. Yeah, it makes no sense at all. But hey, Power Rangers. Okay, let's talk about Chunky Chicken then. What do we think of Chunky Chicken as a villain? It's not very good. I mean, a giant chicken is not intimidating whatsoever. A multicolored chicken is not intimidating whatsoever. And they just don't explain the garden cheers at all. It's a striking design. I'll give them that. I quite like it as, you know, it's a very colourful design. It's a memorable design. Yeah, to be fair, I do remember it a lot better than that that stupid troll gnome guy thing. He was just, like, uninspiring. But, yeah, he does stick out a bit. And I do like the fact they play a minor key version of Old MacDonald when he turns up. Do they? Yes, they do! Yeah, when it, when he first appears. It's like, da, 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 da. A very, very intimidating, scary... It is, it is. It's a scary <laughs> version of Old MacDonald. 
you can't make old McDonald scary. It's not physically possible. I'll tell you what, I did like the fighting scene though. I, 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 the fighting scene in the park. I thought that was very well choreographed. I thought that um, that the fighting between the girls and the putties, it was, it was good and solid and engaging, and it was really, really good. And it had a sense of drama and suspense. And you think, yeah, the Rangers are going to win. They're going to beat them, no problems whatsoever. But it, at the very end, they capture. Maria, and that added a nice sense of drama. I thought it, they did some good work there. Yeah, I mean, it was all right. It was a standard civilian fight, to be honest, in my eyes. It was. I feel like as the episodes are progressing with each new episode, the fighters are getting better. The actors are actually getting better at fighting. Yeah, I think you might be right. Let's move on to Billy, shall we? I know you wanted to talk about the rad bug. Ugh. <sighs> And basically what an awesome inventor Billy is. It's a plot device inventor. There is no indication whatsoever that Billy would have the capabilities of just, oh, I don't know, I'll just, just knock this together. I'll just where, does a big, where did the beetle come from? And why does he have such a huge, impractical... It's, it's the fuel tank I don't like it the, the very most. It's a, <laughs> it's a hazard. It is a genuine hazard which the slightest touch will blow up. So you're not worried about the impracticality of it, you're just concerned about the fuel efficiency. Well, yeah. How could it possibly go not to 3,000 with its setup? And plus the fact that it just happens to fly. That's another thing. I just thought about it. How did Billy invent a flying machine in his garage? How is Billy not a multi-millionaire by this point? This is Tony Stark kind of level of inventions where he could make so... Why is he a Power Ranger? He could just make this is the kind of stuff that just boggles my mind with these TV shows where they, they have a, a nerdy inventor who can make science fiction levels of technology. I mean, we've been wondering why he's a Power Ranger for the last seven episodes. So He shouldn't be a Power Ranger. You know? He should be a mad scientist inventor. Yeah. I know what he's going to do. He's going to take Alpha, dissect him, and make his own version. Billy's going to make a sex robot. He's going to make a sex robot. Mark Interesting. My words. I mean, I know it's a kid's show, but... I mean, I'm not going to tell you whether you're right or wrong on that one. Uh, oh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Stay tuned. They do at least morph in the car, which I thought was odd. They don't even show them getting out of the car to morph. It's just like, the car hasn't even stopped, and Jason goes, it's morphing time! <laughs> and they pile out like clowns in a minuscule car. Yeah, well, I'm guessing there's some kind of energy exchange that goes on. So, I mean, that car would probably be trashed if they morphed in it. No, no, it's fine. Billy thought of that for some reason, somehow. Did he? Excellent. Yeah. I'd like to think that they were just trying to climb all over each other, trying to slip on their leotards and helmets and poking each other in the eye. He goes, ah, oh, damn it, Zach, get out of the way. I'm trying to... <laughs> oh, 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 where are my gloves? Jason, where have you put that hand? Oh, oh. One random thing that I did notice when I was watching it earlier. You know how when they show the power eggs in their protective force field, they seem to be lying on quite an unconvincing table. It's kind of a a weird sort of clearly CGI'd in surface. In the Zoo Ranger, it's actually on top of like a star in a circle, you know, sort of witchcrafty type thing. You mean like a pentagram? Yes, that's it, a pentagram. Oh, that's interesting. I did not notice that. Yeah, so I think standards and practices or whatever just went, no, you can't show a pentagram and just sort of had them pen it out in a really obvious way. To be fair, 
I can see that happening. It was the 90s. They were super, super protective in terms of uh, yeah, um, that's true. censorship and copyright and whatever. And there was a lot of stuff in Japan they could get away with, whilst in America yeah. it was more heavily censored. So um, that's interesting. The, that's, a, that's an interesting fact you got there, PDT. Yeah, well, it was just something I noticed. Things I noticed. And the final thing I want to mention, because it made me hungry, is... The Ernie special. That was the ginormous <laughs> banana split thing. Just a massive bowl of bananas, custard and ice cream. and That was all for Zach, wasn't it? That was all for Zach, yeah. That Zach was going to eat all that. I mean, I can imagine being as fit as he is, as he's fighting topplers, he needs a lot of uh, energy. But come on, well, Zach. That's it. I just... kind of think maybe being a Power Ranger is really like draining in terms of... Yeah. It must be a great way of losing calories because you're burning so much energy. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you you have to eat a, a ginormous quantity of uh, 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 carbs and sugar just to keep the energy levels up. Yeah. So that's it. The diet plan for 2017. It is <laughs> the Power Rangers morphing time. I am trying to lose weight. I think I'll get a massive bowl of ice cream and see what happens. No, no, no. You've got to morph into a Power Ranger first. You gotta morph into oh. a Power Rangers for ten minutes, fight a bit of monsters, <laughs> and, and and there you go. You've earned yourself a giant Ernie special. Oh, and one more thing, Kimberly has a really dumb line. Oh, which line's that? This is turning out to be more than just a bad hair day. For one thing, her hair isn't even looking bad at that point. Uh you're right. Yeah, okay. She's got good hair. Of course. But why would I just got really sexy hair? I forgot my point. So let's just get on to rating the episode. When I started watching this episode, I was kind of underwhelmed. I was thinking, oh, it's just a run-of-the-mill plotline for the Power Rangers, which was giving me a two-coin out of five. But then the plot accelerated, and then they started doing all these fast cuts, and then the action just kept happening, and more crazy stuff was happening. And it just it was just so fast and relentless. I loved it. I loved every minute. It was crazy. I was bursting out with laughter. At what? What do you mean at what? The penny farthing. Why is that there? It, it made me laugh. The, 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 the bike. Sh- and and the, the fact, the sheer ex- escalation of, oh no, Maria has been captured. We need dinosaur power now. The, the overkill of it all. I love this episode. So for all these reasons, I'm going to pump it up to four out of five coins. Bloody hell. Uh, just throw a bunch of random stuff and I'm happy. Look, I mean, it's it's a barely coherent mess. It yes. creaks at the seams. The power eggs are a pointless waste. I think the best I can say about it is that it moves quickly. I'll give it that. It mm. is a quick episode. But I can't award it more than two power coins. Yeah, I guess you're right. It does really show the sheer flaws of it. You know, I'm, I'm going to drop it down to three, three, no, three no, coins. No, don't, don't do that. Keep it at four. You, you've made your, you've made your bed. Now you have to lie in it. Listeners, do you agree with Grax? Do you agree with me? Do you not agree with anyone? Are you ploughing your own furrow, as it were? Uh, please let <laughs> us know. Tweet us at RangerPod. Email us therangerpod at gmail dot com. Remember then, use the hashtag Team Grax or hashtag Team PDT. So look, I think that's been it from us. Please do go and rate us on iTunes if you haven't already. Give us a nice review. Um, it does help. We're we're told it helps. I've got no idea why it helps, but apparently it'll it be helps. fantastic. 
any amount of help from reviews to sharing with your friends really does help a lot and we appreciate all your support so thank you so much yeah what he said so we'll be back next week hopefully with another thrilling episode uh, where we'll be talking about I I guy is that I I guy or I I guy is he like the monster that goes I I captain or is he just like so full of the letter I's where that'd be an interesting monster a monster made entirely of the letter I so join us next time for pirates and grammar I've been PDT this has been Grax good night good night good night